Hello, everyone. My name is Vernisa. Hey, y'all. This is Jen. And this is our podcast, Speak Up. What's up, Jen? Hey, girl. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Glad we made it to episode 21 on the Good News Radio. We finally legal to drink, huh? Oh. <laughs> Here we go with that. For those of you that don't know, me and Jen are best friends. We create this podcast to use our voices to motivate people to overcome life challenges through self-love and respect. That's right. Self-love and respect are two core values that we hold near and dear to our hearts. Yes. So, I'm very excited about tonight episode Ooh, me too like, you want to tell them why i've been waiting all week <laughs> so we got a special guest for y'all tonight i want you guys to give a warm welcome to key founder of the good news radio Woo! what's up i'm happy to be here y'all must know my my favorite like rapper and artist in the world is Lil Wayne. Oh, see, look, I'm the best DJ, so I know what to do. Okay, that's what it is. All right, all right, I'll take that. I'll give you that credit. <laughs> What's going on, Keith? I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm not always an often guest on most people's show and podcast. So, oh, yes, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's kind of rare. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we were able to get you on here. Yeah, though. I'm glad y'all have me. <laughs> no, it's definitely an honor. And like, shoot, thank you for like putting us on too to the Good News Radio. This has definitely Man. been an amazing experience so far. I'm happy to hear that. I really am happy. I'm, and we happy to have y'all. That's why we we handpicked y'all. And we don't actually do that often, you know. But y'all just had it. We like, yo, like there's somebody that we know that we can align with, that we can do something successful and be something successful with. So. So oh, that's Aww. amazing! I didn't expect to start with that. That just I know, <laughs> likewise going back. My true. heart's like growing. Jackie knows she knows what's up. <laughs> like it's great to be a part of this team. It's an amazing team, the Good mm-hmm. News Radio. Right. Shoot! So before we get you know into the episode and the title and stuff, tell us a little bit of more about a little bit about yourself for our listeners. <sighs> So about like the what, network like tell us about myself, your tell us about your podcast yeah. about you where okay. you from uh definitely so yeah i'm i'm from los angeles california i graduated from inglewood high school so i'm i'm a proud rep you know because uh sometimes i get a bad rep but it's some of the most amazing people come out of that high school so um yeah you know i have two degrees in communications i have a master's and a uh and a bachelor's degree from cal state northridge a lot of people don't know that about me um, and I have two daughters And I've been doing this Since out of my bedroom In 2015 August 2015 That's how long I've been doing this Summer 2015 oh. And uh, here we are Now with You know Three full stations And um, Some of the best shows That you can find um, Out there And we're doing something special And I'm just Sometimes I sit back And I'm just like Yo This is This is what Five six years of Consistent dedication Looks like And uh yeah, I, I really couldn't even imagine this. So I'm just sometimes I'm sitting back like, like we really doing this. Like it's crazy. I love that. That's what yeah. it's like when you don't give up on a dream, right? Yeah, yeah. Real talk, real talk. Yeah. So like, I want to hear like real quick before we get into it too. What is the story of what made you start the good news? Uh, so uh, well, I actually came out of the, of a depression. Actually, even why I got into radio in general, um, I actually was uh, doing something totally different. Um, I was doing multi-level marketing. People kind of know, know what that is, network marketing. And I was seeing some semi-success in it to where I was able to survive and live off of that solely and making some good money. And uh, I was younger at the time, and, you know, it kind of went down. I didn't prepare for the downfall. And uh, so I went from having, like, all this money. I had, like, a drop-top BMW, you know, and then I went from having no money, having to move back home with my father, and with my daughter and then actually having to get rid of my car and go back to my old Camry, it was just a super humbling experience. Uh, my lips was always dry. I couldn't get my hair done. Like it was a it was a terrible time from a person like, yo, I just had all this and now I have nothing. Mm-hmm. 
So what do I do now at the age of 27, you know? And um, I just knew that no matter what I I did, I had to give my all to it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start doing something I I learned in grad school. In grad school, I had to do a radio, like, show project. So I was like, okay, I know I can do, like, a 30-minute show. And I'm pretty good with talking to people. I kind of picked that up along the way. And I'm very, very educated as far as the self-help area. I read a lot of freaking books. Like, I mean, Jesus, like we can go through them, you know? So I was, I had all this knowledge and information I can share with people and maybe it can help them on their journey. And that was the whole purpose of it. And then, um, I just started out my bedroom. I didn't have no microphones. I used to use my actual cell phone for the mic and I would actually call in because it was like a call in line. I didn't have no, I had no setup. So I would call in on the guest line and that's how I would actually be on the air so i would answer my own phone call so i could be on air and that's how i did it and i had uh you know i was interviewing some of my friends that i thought were pretty cool and that's how i started well shoot pat yourself on the back because look I how will. far it has came yeah, yes thank you. <laughs> we did an episode on giving flowers so we giving your flower that's giving right. you flowers I tonight that. i appreciate that yes Definitely. that's amazing so jim what is our title tonight Today, our episode is called Do It On Purpose. Do mm. it on purpose. Oh, what are we doing on purpose, y'all? <laughs> living like life. I like that. Real <laughs> living talk. Living life, right? Yes. Tonight, we're talking about living in your purpose, the yeah. importance of it, the challenges that we face while trying to live in our purpose and the growth. So we yeah. have a, you know, Keith has a really dope, inspiring podcast. Y'all Thank need you. to check that out. And honestly, I think it's dope that we got to, like, we have similar topics pretty much. Yeah. So it's cool that we're collaborating yeah. for this type of topic. Yeah, absolutely. And I think your per- your story was actually a perfect segue into what we're going to talk about because it sounds like you had to go through a really rough patch to actually stumble into what your life purpose is, right? Or yeah. part of your life purpose because obviously we're complex, so we have multiple purposes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that's awesome that throughout like your struggles, you were able to find something beautiful out of it. Yeah, yeah. who would have who, thought? Right. So I think, too, part of living in... Sorry, finding your life purposes, you know, having that inspiration. So a question that we have for you is, who is some of your role models in life? Some of my role models, uh, one is Lil Wayne. That's my guy right there. That's my guy. Now, um, I would say Jim Rohn had probably the biggest, one of the biggest, greatest impacts on like my self-development uh, mentality. But um, outside, I was going to give my parents really all the credit, man. Like my mom is a freaking beast. My dad is a freaking beast And like if you've met my parents You'll see My mom is like Like I'm gonna get it No matter what Out the mud And my dad is like Yo Like whatever you do You gotta put your all into it And um I think they was able to Instill those values In in me Like early I played sports And every sport I played I was always one of the best kids out there Just because of what was instilled in me So I think I kinda already had that Midas touch Because of my parents So um yeah, that the, I would just have to say more than anybody, my parents, for sure. I love that. I feel like a lot of people, when you, you ask them who are their role models, they mention, like, some other person. But you went straight into the family route. I love yeah, that. Yeah, my parents are, man, I'm, man, my parents, man, shout out to them. They're the goats, oh. for real. Oh, that's something. Especially, like, when you're growing up, you got to have, you got to have some type of sense of direction. Somebody speaking life into you, whether it yeah. is your parents or somebody outside of your family. So, I think it's amazing that, that you had that growing yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Shoot. So, life purpose, you know. So, what is a life purpose and, like, how to find it? Ooh, that's a, I feel like that's, like, a rocky-ass mm-hmm. question. Like, I'm going to start off with saying, too, I feel like your life purpose 
you're going to get thrown into a lot of things that are going to strengthen strengthen you yeah. to become the person that you're meant to be. Oh, I feel sure. like your life purpose isn't going to happen without those trials and tribulations, yeah. right? Like because let's be real, if you speak you speak in life into people, you speak in wisdom, if you don't have that wisdom to back it up, how are you going to even do that into people? And I think I think people are more inspired by your story, things that you've been through. Yeah. That that's what fuels you to be yeah. able to make an impact on others. What yeah. do you guys think? Oh yeah, I definitely agree. I don't think you can even call your your purpose um, in life until you've gone through all of those things. And honestly, it doesn't even come easy, right? Because we may grow to a certain age and we may think, oh, I should have it all figured out by now. But in reality, that's where your purpose is starting to develop because that's when you're realizing what you're actually made of, the things that you've been through, how far you've actually made it through something because it's not easy, right? We all know if we've ever tried something in life and you find out, you know what, maybe that's not what I want to do. Let me right. try something else. It's not easy trying to go against the grain, especially if you're the first one in your family to try something new yeah. or you're like, uh, I don't know, you know, you're questioning yourself. But if your heart is speaking for you to do something i definitely say go do it and that's where your purpose comes in oh yeah oh man i mean what y'all want me to say after that? <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i mean y'all got it i think i think just living life on purpose that that's the question right like mm-hmm. i think it's just what you decide honestly i think people just don't make a decision i think people i read a um i read a book called conversations with god and in that book it one of the lines impacted me so much it said life is not about finding out who you're supposed to be it's about you know choosing who you want to be Woo. and i was oh like God. yo whoa like i'm searching for something that doesn't exist like i have all these options just decide stop trying to figure out like what's going to pull me what's going to draw me and decide and find out if it is so sometimes like you like jen said you got to try two three Four different things And then you land On the right thing But if you don't start moving Nothing will happen That's real So you gotta just start Choosing and start playing And start Throwing stuff at the wall Start experiencing It's like clay You gotta just start Getting your hands in there And then you can Mold into something beautiful That maybe didn't even Exist on the menu That you just created Something totally new And that's the thing That you were supposed to do That's amazing I'm glad you said it Cause some people Really believe that Your purpose just falls In your lap sometimes mm. And Sometimes Sometimes that happens Like some people that happens to but sometimes you really have to like you said do the work and do it and then yeah. you can know what your purpose is but are you doing it yeah you know to fulfill that you yeah. know and i think that's another question we have to ask ourselves so shout out to the chat room make sure you guys are commenting asking us question answering questions we have a question for the chat and for keith yeah what do you think your life purpose is i think my life purpose my life purpose is just literally becoming the best version of me that's Woo! it it's nothing <laughs> it's not about building no legacy Real. that's all what i do it's not about who I am. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, I think who I am is the most important thing, period. It's just living the best life here. Because when I'm dead, none of it's going to matter. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? To me, because I'm dead. And then in, you know, 100 years, not it may not matter to the people who exist now. Right. So I can't do nothing for nobody else. My purpose is not to build something for other people, not to build something for my kids and all that stuff. Because they're going to be gone at one point. It's to live the best possible version of myself and if i'm doing that then everything else will happen under this you know under that umbrella i'm gonna be the best father i'm gonna be you know uh, the best partner i'm gonna be the best leader i'll be the you know the best entrepreneur i'll be the wealthiest that i could possibly be in my lifetime and i think that's it that's 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 it that's all i got he came on speak up to speak up. <laughs> That's all I got. I'm feeling this already. So, y'all, we have a new co-host as of today. I know. What's up? We're going yeah. <laughs> to include it to the show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I mean, that's my answer. I ain't got nothing else for y'all for that one. 
And that's real. Go ahead. Oh, you're yeah, that's you're real. Because honestly, your life, you're here to live it for you, right? No, we always yeah. talk about this. No matter what role you're playing in someone else's life or anything, you have to play your own role in your own life to begin yes. with. And I think what I loved most about your answer is that your life purpose is what you do. Yeah. Because we, here in life, we don't get to have a choice whether we're born and when we die, right? But we get to choose what happens in between. So everything that you're doing in between is what your legacy is, what your life purpose ultimately starts to become. And I like what you were saying earlier, best friend, about how, yes, you can find your life purpose, but it doesn't mean that if you're doing something about it, that you're actually going to get to live it. So I feel like a lot of us, we spend so much time questioning things rather than actually doing things, yeah. rather than actually taking the risk to actually find out what that life yeah. purpose is. Because storms are part of that story, right? Any person who's found their life purpose, who knows what they want to do, what kind of what kind of legacy they want to leave behind, they've all gone through something. Ask any great celebrity, you know, role model, entrepreneur, whatever, they've all gone through something and probably are still going through something. A hundred percent. You know, if we don't talk about it, if we don't bring that out into the open, how will we even know? So I love that we're able to have this conversation because I feel like a lot of people only get to see, you know, Keith, the founder of the of network, but they don't get to hear your story from you at that. Yeah. Oh, that is well said. I think honestly, being able to be vulnerable and honest about your storms, I think that's what adds, adds to your purpose because you got those people who like try to act like, oh, everything was so perfect to get here and stuff. But I think the mm. impact is mostly made when in those obstacles, when you're able to speak about it, I survived this obstacle and it's I'm dirty. here to speak about it and tell it's you dirty. what I what I did to get through it. And Jen just mentioned the, the storms just now, right? So me and Jen had a lot of storms with our podcast and through our friendship, through yeah. different things we accomplished, right? So what what is the most, what is something challenging that you ever went through or found while running the network or running your show or you know, uh, this journey so far? Man, it's been, honestly, There's there's been a lot of challenges. I think opening the first studio was, a, was an incredible challenge. I mean, literally, it was like almost a year process. Like it was like wanting it for so long mm. and finally getting it. It's like going to see place after place. And even, you know, for a lot of people, it may be a small detail, but this is one of the most pivotal parts for, you know, myself and this whole network was we were going to be on Crenshaw and King at oh first God. on the day I was going to sign the lease. I summed in my heart was it would, I just didn't feel right, but I was so What's the word I wanna, I'm looking for? I was so, like, ready. I was so, like, uh, anxious. Like, I was willing to take whatever was available. And I was vibrating so hard, so hard, that I was like, yo, I couldn't find nothing better in the price range. This is, I know it's not what I want, but if this is where I got to start, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And I always say, if you're willing to do whatever it takes, a lot of times you won't have to. So, you know, I was willing. And on the day I was going to sign a lease, I actually just went a different way home. I said, like, I need a, I need more time to think on my way home. So I decided to go backwards, like literally. And I was working right down the street. So I decided to go backwards. I never took this way in my life. And it was like 9 a.m. in the morning. I, I, I had to be to work at like 4.35 at the radio station. Mm-hmm. And I just drove past this building. I said, oh, it's going to be too expensive. It's not going to be the size I want. I started making excuses before they even were created. But something told me, just call, Keith. Just call. Even though I know you got a spot already, just call. And I called, and and he was like, oh, I should be looking at the spot next door. Way out of the price range, by the way. Like, like triple, you know. Mm. And I was like, "Um, it's not going to work. And then he was like, well, I'm down the street. I can be there in 10 minutes. And I was like... Let me just take a look at it. What I got to lose? He showed me a lot. It's great. He was like, "Well, I got another one next door. It's a lot smaller." In my mind, I thought that I knew what it was supposed to look like. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I when I came in, 
And he gave me the price Which was perfect I was like It's way smaller Than the other one But I'm getting so much I'm like The other one didn't have a bathroom Let's just start there Oh no <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying I like you know it gonna work. Like, let's just, So now it's the difference Between Crenshaw and King And Culver City It's a major difference yeah. And as, as soon as I walked in I was like wow And, and like I remember telling him Like I want it I'm gonna take it when I walked out, the dude called me and was like, I got the lease papers ready. Come and sign them. Literally, when I walked Dang. out of here and I told him that I wasn't going to do it. So that one interaction changed the entire course of everything that we did. Um, and it's like I say, it's a small detail for a lot of people. But I was going through a, a real mental battle because I didn't want to do it. But I was forcing myself to do it to prove to myself that I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Whoa, I like that. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's that push within ourselves. It's a lot. It's a lot of that self talk. A lot of that yeah. listening to that voice to be able to fall into those right decisions. Yeah. And I like that you went with your instinct too. Of yes. like, you know what? Something about that first one wasn't feeling right, and let mm-hmm. me continue to take a look. And that's the thing. Like I was saying earlier, sometimes you try something, you find out maybe it's not the thing, but you realize you have other talents, you have other skills that you can develop on. And if you yeah. never actually try, if you don't go a different way, much like how you did that day, how are you ever going to find out, right? Crazy. I mean, it, was yeah. the, it was the craziest thing ever. That's awesome. Somebody in the comments said, never settle, always bet on yourself. Mm-hmm. Always. Facts. Always. Especially when it comes to your purpose. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So going a little deeper, you know, with our purpose, you know, something has to keep us going, right? Something has to even fuel that voice. So I'm going to ask you, what keeps you motivated? <sighs> Uh, I think it's uh, me proving to myself that I am who I say I am. Mm. Like Ooh. that's like it's myself. Like y'all know I run every time, and, and and it's always like a heat check. It's like yo, you're a runner, right? So runners run. So go run. Mm. So it's that simple to me. That kind of mathematic equation for myself. And I like to apply disciplines in different areas of my life. So I know I can be disciplined in business. Can you be disciplined in and you know and on a, on a personal level? Can you be disciplined on an emotional level? So. Um, what keeps me motivated is I, I, I find new things to challenge myself. That's awesome. I, I, I hate being bored. <laughs> like, I feel that. <laughs> like if it's if it gets too like normal, I'm like, yo, we gotta all right, sit. We gotta do something. Like we gotta do something. We gotta start something. We gotta build something. We gotta create something. Um, but yeah, I think it's just um, like I said, like myself, just me proving to myself that I, I am who I say I am. Mm-hmm. Like that's very important to me that I, I am who I say. I am to myself though mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying Like to yeah. me Who like, cares what you're telling anybody else Nah yeah. to me So uh, that kind of what keeps me motivated I want to become the best version of myself That's my whole point here Ooh, And I so I'm it. always in the like mood Like okay I know I can better myself So like it's like I'm always motivated Sounds like you've been reading my journal because <laughs> I've been writing some similar stuff. But I like that, especially the discipline part. I actually remember um, having a conversation with Bernice about this, um, about how if you can be disciplined in one area of your, of your life, then you can prove to yourself you can be disciplined in another area. And that's why, like, even with fitness, I love starting new fitness goals, new yeah. fitness challenges, because I also get bored easily. Mm-hmm. So every time I'm like, all right, you know, I completed this one for a month. Let's try something else. Yeah. You know? And it keeps me going, and it reminds me that, you know, sometimes your physical goals are the hardest ones to actually accomplish. But yeah. if you're able to accomplish those, yo, you can conquer anything. Because physical goals, they require a lot of mental, uh, you know, uh, sorry, a, a lot of mental stamina. And you got to be able to handle that stuff. Because I, you, I, so I disagree with that, though. You said you disagree? I disagree that, that it takes a, a lot of mental stamina. I think it just takes a decision. 
And just making the decision really fast. Yeah, but for me, I'm the type of person, even though I make a decision, I got to keep reminding myself of that decision. So like with That's running, fair. right? with me, I hated running in high school, but I love it yep. now because I do it at my own pace. Right, I do right. it for me for different reasons. But even while I'm running, I have to constantly tell myself, Jen, this is nothing. You can handle this. You can handle this. You can handle right, this. Right, right, right. And then just kind of let my feet, my legs take over yeah. because if I'm focused on like oh well i got this much left to go i'm looking at how far and all that i get too much into my head but i overthink no, I so that's that. my thing i feel that yeah but and, and, and that was my response like like uh like uh, who was it say all you need is like 30 seconds of courage or something like that mm -hmm. to make the decision like i never want to go run like i don't want to get this confused with anybody like i also don't like it right but i just make that decision and i know like if i just Get past this 30 seconds of not wanting to do it and I mm -hmm. get out there, then I'm going to do it. Because yeah. the type of person like I am, and I'm sure you are, once you start, like you in it now. Like that's, you you're gonna finish. Yeah. Like you're gonna finish. You know, and and I know that about myself, so I can I can control myself to do that because I know the process mm -hmm. of me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, this is how I work. Then I'm going to manipulate myself to do what I needed to do. It's like a robot, you know? Yeah. So you can trick yourself into doing whatever it is you need to do. You can, you know, pump yourself up into doing whatever. You can become whoever it is you want to become even, you know? That's you right. can start, if you're a shy person, start telling yourself you're not shy. Mm -hmm. And then start acting as if you wasn't. That's and then true. literally you'll be acting like you're not. So you're yeah. doing the physical aspect of literally what you said and now it's becoming like a physical, you know, attribute of yourself. So it becomes like second nature. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it. I'm Sorry. There, oh, no, we have did. a few uh, people in the chat. We got DJ Flux. I don't know if you know who. That oh is. yeah, yeah. So that's, 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 that's Brother Henry right there, okay. man. From so, Happy Hour, Happy Hour Marriage. So awesome. So he's saying you have to persist on what your heart tells you, and he's shouting you out, Mister Eight Miles, with you know. <laughs> My man. And then David, keep it a thousand. He put the one hundred sign. That's what's up, man. Shout <laughs> out to y'all for listening. All right, for real, and go. Going off of like staying motivated and you like you guys said like with weight you know with fitness goals right you have like that end goal right this is what I want I think something that keeps me motivated is you know focusing on where and who I want to be right and then accepting that nothing changes if nothing changes right mm -hmm. we see that post all the time but it's so true you know and like um honestly um, accepting the challenges that come with being that person that I want to be like it, just accepting it in the fact of changing my perspective not so much like oh it's I'm stuck here like no this is the road that it's going to take this is the yeah. work that it's going to take to get there because I think we look at you know sometimes when we when we sit there and dwell on challenges that stops us it scares yeah. us and, and it instills fears in us yes, but when we change the viewpoint of it you're able to push through it and know that you are going to be a stronger person after yeah. that that's yeah. right Man, you ain't lying you I said that, that. You said that. I'm trying to. Woo. We trying to. <laughs> no, we, we, we speaking up tonight. That's yeah, what we're what we doing. doing. Yeah. So we know that finding your life purpose isn't easy, right? This is something we've discussed. Um, but we wanted to ask you from the perspective of a man. Um, do you think men struggle to find their life purpose? And if so, why? I don't think. It, I mean, maybe I, I just don't think it's like specific to men. Uh, I think that everybody struggles because nobody actually wants to take a chance on themselves. And I think that's the only way to truly find out. Like you kind of got to step out on your own self. Like you got to, I mean, I guess it's cliche, but you kind of got to step out on faith, but it's like, even with faith, you got to like practice your faith. Like you got to practice having faith on your, you know, like you don't just have it and that's it. Like, nah, you got to like, <laughs> it's like, no, it's constant. Yeah, right. It's like, it's like learning to walk. Like you got to learn to have faith in your legs. At first you don't have that's as true. much faith, but you keep trying. And now you got ultimate faith in your legs. Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just a practice. And um, the more you practice faith within yourself, then it's easier to, you know, find your purpose, I guess, mm -hmm. so to speak. But um, 
uh, I can't say it's harder for men or women. I mm. think that that is just difficult for people in general. Woo! I like that. The mindset, people. right? Just anybody, right? Yeah. Anybody. Um, I like that. That was a great answer. So this was a question that we, me and Jim posted on our social medias, and we're going to ask you too, but we're going to talk about some of the answers that we yeah. received. What's the biggest pressure you felt in being a man slash woman? So mm. I posted it, and some people replied. Um, a guy said, "Poker having a poker face through hard times. That's mm. deep. Mm-hmm. Um, a woman that I know, she said, taking care of a man. Mm. Not A guy said, not looking good enough. Mm. A woman said, not hoeing around, always having to act like a lady. And then a guy said, having to graduate and buy a house. So mm-hmm. it's crazy, these pre- different perspectives and these pressures. Yeah. Um, would, is there an answer? You? Oh, I'm sorry, Jen, did you, was there any? Yeah, so a few people, uh, one mentioned that him being stepping up to be a father was one of the biggest pressures. Um, it was like a, you know, a big 180. Um, someone else also said having to act like a lady at all times and then um, try not to take in uh, too much space in a room. Mm. Wow. I like that last one too. Mm-hmm. Right. So what What about you, Keith? What are um, the biggest pressures for a man? I would say just in general speaking, it would be like definitely holding down and protecting the family. That's mm-hmm. the number. That's the biggest pressure. Like I always tell, you know, Danielle, like if somebody come in here, like we know who job it is. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, Hands down, you know, if things are not going well, we know whose job it is, you know, who's like has the last responsibility, you know, who's essentially like that, you know, like supposed to be the the foundation of the, you know, of the of the, the, the family itself, of the, of the family mm-hmm. atmosphere. You know, you're supposed to make sure your lady has what she needs foundationally, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, so she can live her, you know, best life. But I think number one would be definitely like protecting i'm gonna I'm say protecting because it ain't like everything else i'm just say because that's a physical aspect of life mm-hmm. you know yeah it's ultimately protecting the family but i think that carries over to you know finances it carries over to trying to be successful for your family mm-hmm. and you know it carries over to all that um because it has you know basically similar you know i guess ties to it but definitely 100 percent protecting protecting the family is the, is the greatest pressure dang that's a good answer yeah. I didn't know what I didn't know what Keith was gonna say. It's crazy because, like, I wouldn't have thought that was your answer, you know. Really? But now that you explained it, like, it, it makes sense, right? Because I feel well. I mean, personally, I don't have kids, right. know, so I, I don't know what that pressure is like to be in general. But then I like how you put it on the perspective of a man, also yeah. of, you know, I know everybody can argue whatever they want to argue about family roles and whatever, but it's crazy because is that something that you've applied on yourself as? You know the pressure, or is that something maybe you and your partner have agreed on? Or? Well, I mean, let's look at it like this: like if somebody comes in and say, "Hey, yo, okay, so one of, one of the parents got to die, or I'm gonna kill the kid," like it's not gonna be much of a discussion. Here, right? <laughs> like, you see what I'm saying? Like I'm already on the line for my family. Like that's yeah. just period. I'm gonna go first. So having that, that I don't want to say that's a pressure. That's just a responsibility that we as men. No, we're not gonna be like, "Oh, well, shit." I think you know, and hey, maybe you should go because you know. <laughs> like what kind of conversation is that? Like it's not even a conversation, is it? So I think that's already an underlying expectation that everybody understands that in a family dynamic. Like dad's going first, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's like I said, that's one of that those foundational pressures that anybody can relate to as a man for with a family. And as a as a man grows, he essentially will grow a family. You know, um, 
Generally, I'm generally speaking. Right. You know, mm-hmm. some people just out here doing they thug thizzle. I ain't mad. You <laughs> like, thing, I'm thang. doing this though. Do your thing, thing. But me, right. I'm on this. I'm on. I'm, I'm. I'm on the family family atmosphere, which a lot of men actually really, really desire. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. at some point in their life. So, um, but that that becomes one of the greatest right. pressures, and even what men are doing before they become in a relationship or whatever. I think a lot of them at this age are preparing for when they even have to have a family. So they preparing mm-hmm. for the pressure already. Wow. Wow, dang, that's deep. I think I'm going to try to answer in a different way. I think um, one of the pressures I've found as being a woman is falling into this um, socially constructed norm of what a woman should be. I think um, growing up, like, what's the word I want to use? Having to um, play different roles in my household because, like, I'm the oldest of my siblings. So, like, having to be a dad to them, be a mom, you know, be a mom and, like, um, what's the word? Take like uh, take on a lot of masculine roles, and yeah. like I feel like it, it has uh, impacted my life in a certain way to where people see me as like oh you know like too independent sometimes or too much like oh you don't let a man be a man. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a pressure because it's like you're not acting too much like a woman mm-hmm. because you're not. But then if you all your life is survival mode and you having to do the part of a man because that's just the example you know that's what you had to do. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me sometimes to like lessen that and tap more into my feminine side if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So I think that's a pressure. For I would answer for my answer. Yeah, that's real. And that's part of your story. Um, Henry's still showing some love in the chat. He's saying, y'all dropping knowledge with purpose. And he was agreeing with what you were saying. Men step up, period. I love that. Yeah, I I like that. Thank you for the love, Henry. We appreciate it. Um, And I guess for me to answer this, the biggest pressure I felt in being a woman is proving that I'm more than my looks. Um, This is something that I've struggled with in like, you know, because I've had teachers tell me that they wouldn't have expected me to get the grades that I get or give the answers that I give um, or even having a conversation with me. A lot of guys that I've met, they're like, dang, you're not who I thought you were. Like, I thought, mm. you know, you were just all looks. And I hate that so much mm. because I feel like it puts me into this category before even allowing myself to say something in the room. You know, people are automatically assuming things about me just based off the way that I like to dress or the way yeah. that I like to do my hair, my makeup, whatever. But in reality, like I'm not given that chance. So mm-hmm. having that pressure as a woman, um, it makes me want to prove myself even more. But at the same time, it's like, you know, oh, not being the bitch in the room or whatever, you know, because there's also that of like the woman who talks more, like who does she think she is type of thing. So mm-hmm. having those pressures on both ends, it's like how to be woman enough, but then also how to let a man be man enough also to see me. You so, know. so can, can I, can I ask you, you, you ladies a question? We've because, seen this coming. Come on. Because, because, <laughs> because, because I think that I think what this is what has happened. It's a whole new generation. It's a whole new world. Mm-hmm. So we're still trying to use the foundational settings of, you know, uh, our parents and their parents mm-hmm. and so on for a different world. So I think now, I think we're trying to, like, you know, figure out what are the new roles for this world. Because I don't care who mm-hmm. you think you are, unless you literally rich, both people need to be in this motherfucker working. You know what I'm saying? To make it happen, especially in Los Angeles. That wasn't the situation 30, 40 years ago. But we're still following those settings. We're still trying to fit in those roles. Mm -hmm. So now there's a whole new ball game. So we have to have a whole new set of rules for today's game. So Mm -hmm. I think that we, our generation, is the one that are in that transition 
Ooh, portion you I know agree. what I'm saying like, like it's like, like we're in that like gray area to kind of figure it out okay. I think the next generation may have it closer and then generation beyond that then we'll see a whole new situation because I even talk to my uncles and all the time and they are like they don't understand what's happening right, right now yeah. they don't get it it don't make sense <laughs> they're like what women are 50 50 and else what is going on but yeah. they just don't understand like well I need her to help pay these Things bills uh, because rent ain't six hundred dollars no right. more it used to be cheaper you know than what I'm saying right so, <laughs> so, so I, I think that we uh, you know we're in that you know transition phase do y'all feel like that's what's happening uh, have y'all like applied that i just want to know what y'all response to oh that. for sure oh, yeah. I, i've seen it like in everything um i've seen it in dating i've seen it in like the workplace even in family dynamics too like um coming from a traditional latino background in my family the women aren't really supposed to say much right at the dinner mm-hmm. table mm-hmm. or like for me when i've seen my parents fighting i stick up for my mom a lot mm-hmm. and i'm very vocal in the house and everybody knows that and it took a while for like even the men in my family to kind of accept that about me that like dang she's using her voice she's not afraid to say something and it's not even about like oh proving i'm a certain way it's just about why can't i use my voice like i have my own opinions too i have mm-hmm. my own life you know my own struggles and i'm sorry if you gonna disrespect my mama like you gonna get my mouth you know yeah. so that's another thing too um and then with dating yeah like i've seen a lot of roles flip where like a lot of men expect me to do the talking first and all that stuff and mm-hmm. i'm very old school in that sense of like i like to be courted still mm-hmm. but i don't see anything wrong with the woman stepping up either it's just just not my cup of tea yeah. you know so i struggle with that aspect but i definitely see what you mean about like us being the pioneers in this generation yeah. of like seeing the transition and how do we balance all of that because i'm a career woman too like mm-hmm. I, that's one thing i don't care how rich my man is or whatever right. who i end up with i'm gonna have my own career of i'm course. gonna have my own dreams my own ambitions and he's gonna have to accept that that i he's a star but i'm also a star mm-hmm. um someone in the commas comments said in a latino household we pr- we provide and women cater to the babies in the house. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was the norm. Yeah, yeah no, that makes. Thank sense. you for your feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what about you, V? What's, what's your? Oh, what's I your agree response? with I agree with Jane with what you said. Like the trend, the whole like transition. Um, I don't know, I agree with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, even I think we if, are in that. Yeah, even for men, we're in that too. And I think why it's complicated for a lot of people, why people are struggling with this, because things are changing. Because we're like, oh, well, let's go back to the past. Let's go back to the future. What do we actually yeah. do now? What do we do? Right. Like, I, I like, think it's like going forward. People need to accept this new way of living that's coming mm-hmm. and and move accordingly to really what you want too right. as well. I mean, because even what me and Danielle struggling with right now, like she often asks a question, like, "Yo, can can two people build a business? Like, can two you know, individuals with a child build a business, mm. you know, because that's not what the world was set up for. It was like, okay, somebody's going to build a business, somebody's going to stay at home. It was a different that's situation. True. So, you know, we're trying to figure out how this works too as men. So we're also trying, we're also trying to figure out how to, you know, give up certain things and then also, you know, keep still keep our yeah. our energy. So I think that it's a struggle for for us because it's like we're giving and then like we feel like women may take too much like hold on I wasn't trying to give all that up hold on you know what I'm saying like like I tell Daniel something like let me carry that shit I know you got it but <laughs> oh it fulfills Lord. me too though to as know, a man yeah. like it f- actually fulfills me to do so just how you say you like to be courted mm-hmm. be, it fulfills you as a woman yeah. to be courted yeah. so if he don't court you you're gonna feel some kind of way so if you don't let me bring the groceries up I'm a, if you didn't like call that. me yeah. if you, so it's, it's, it's like an even exchange <laughs> you know like you're trying to prove to me that you are but I, I got it are you trying to prove to yourself let me say not me right. yeah <laughs> Sometimes it's to yourself mm-hmm. just that you it. can do it on your own, but now I have you know I'm trying to fulfill my space 
too as a man. So it's on both parties. It's a, it's a struggle. So I think mm-hmm. it's it, we're gonna see a lot of like you know high divorce rates, and we're gonna see a lot of failed relationships mm-hmm. right now. We're kind of the sacrificial lambs, you know, to, to kind of take that bullet for everybody else. Yeah, yeah, I think like Jen said, it's the balance, and I think it's a teamwork, and I think it's about what are those really think what are those things that you really could put up with, and that you can't. What are those deal breakers when it comes yeah. to that yeah. at the end of the day? Yeah. But I think we all have to be willing to evolve, though. That's yeah. the thing. Like 100%. you know. No relationships are easy, no matter what generation you're from or whichever. But at the end of the day, if you're not willing to keep up with the times and then also with your partner, check in constantly with your partner, maybe have those hard conversations, too. Like I keep saying, we doing grown up things. We might as well have grown up conversations. So it comes down to that also of like what is expected in this relationship? What can we give and take over here? Because, yeah, even as women, we're going to have to let men do men things. Right. Be a man. And then men like to be catered to in certain ways. So it's like learning to step up in that aspect. But I think it all comes down to how willing are both parties to compromise in yeah. a relationship. I mean, it's confusing. You, you don't want me to take up your groceries, but you want me to open your door. Like, right. what's, like come on now. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, I don't know where we are. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, but I think, you know, like I said, we're just, we're just in that, we're just in that transition phase and mm-hmm. we're going to have to go through it. And we yeah. will. And then in the day too, let's go in, into the topic still, you know, so I feel like just like with relationships, they have to go through their dark side, you know, to find, to find that light. Same with our purpose. You know, we have to go through that dark side to, to end up to that end point of that light. So we're going we still talking about men and women you know what, what's your intake on men and their dark side you know do you think so you know men are i feel like you know men one of the most acceptable emotions for a man is anger right that's what we talk about a lot like men don't show feelings don't show emotion stuff so what has been your, your experience with your dark side um i think i mean well one i think that what what i think that a lot of women don't actually get some women do but the hardest thing for them is that actually men require space like it's necessary. That's why the whole man cave thing even exists. You I know think what I'm that's saying? logical. I got a woman right. cave, so I feel right. like <laughs> yeah. So so, yeah. but now women are starting to understand now yeah. because they're out working all day. They're out doing the things that men would do, so they get it now. Yeah. But we've been asking for this, me. you know, for forever. <laughs> so I think that one of the things that men require is space, and when we don't, like it's tough. And I also think that men explode. Like I tell Daniel all the time, like mm-hmm. like we take a lot from. You know, even our women, because we know that we have to kind of be submissive to a certain point. You know, like you can talk to me crazy. I can't talk to you as crazy because now it's verbal abuse. You can push me. I can't touch you because now it's abuse. Like there's a lot that we have to take before we get to that point. Now, if two men talk to each other, I'll tell them all the time, like you can't talk to me at a certain level because as a man, if you were a man, we would be fighting. But because you're a woman, we're not. So I have to suppress Mm -hmm. what I naturally would do, given the energy that I'm in right now. You know, but you are doing exactly what you would do, which would be maybe yell or you cry. You know what I'm saying? That's what you would naturally do to release your anger. Uh, us, we we are physical and it don't take a much like men don't talk for a very long time or we don't argue for a very long time. It's like, oh, oh, we both raising our voice. Then we must be ready to fight. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's a different experience for, for men when we are angry. And like I said, when we are angry, it's like, yo, we get physical. We get physical when we just messing around. You ever seen young boys playing? They just, why they just wrestle, 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 <laughs> wrestle, true. wrestle, all day wrestle. Yeah. It's just, that's how we, that's just a, a, a situation of communication for us. We can't have that same line of communication with women. And two men can fight and literally be cool after that. That's like, true. I have seen that. That's yeah. all, all, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, yo, we can like run it and then we've like, we're good. Like, yeah. That's because we've got the convers the conversation is over. We've had the conversation, yeah. <laughs> so we I can't have that conversation with you as a woman. So it's a it's a different thing that's happening. I have to suppress that 
than versus actually doing it, you know, having the experience of the, the way I would want to communicate as a man. Mm. So I don't know if that's a, a, a field, but that's kind of what I've always kind of responded with that with, with, with you know. Oh, you had to get your insight on yeah. that one. I uh, love that. Yeah. Oh, so you were going to say no, something? Yeah. So going off like, you know, going off the whole like disagreements and things like that, you know, I think with finding your purpose, too, we have to like set our ego aside. Yeah. Right. Learn how to learn yeah. from people. Just like you yeah. said, you read books, you did different things. There's knowledge. You know, I think if we walk around acting like we know everything and things like that, how are we ever going to accomplish what we're trying to do? So, you know. There's been, you know, so you see different men out there who don't want to take advice from women. They think, oh, as a man, I don't have to listen to a woman Mm -hmm. when a woman is genuinely trying to help, you know, or vice versa. There's women that don't think, you know, they should get advice from men. What is your intake on that? On like the whole. My intake on that is. Putting your ego aside. The smartest person in the room knows how dumb he is. I agree with that. So. And if you are too smart to think that you can't learn from a woman, first of all. Women have a whole set of 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 of, of values, they, of understanding that we miss. I'm just going to use this one as a general statement, like details. Like women are very detailed. Men are not detailed. We miss a whole lot of shit because we don't have the details. So if you sit there and listen Bruh. to a woman tell you how to be detailed, you could be a better man. So I think that um, it's very important for, for men to put that ego aside because the ego don't do nothing but get you in trouble, whether it's a man or a woman. You know, and as Wayne uh, Wayne Dyer would say, ego stands for edging God out, and you don't ever want to wow. do that. So, wow, yeah, so deep. be careful with that ego. I hope everybody listening out there. That yeah. was real right there. We did an episode <laughs> on the ego, but yeah. it's true. The ego could be your worst enemy. It ain't your friend. You know, it's going to have it every now and then, but just a solely listen to your ego that'll just it'll like block your blessings especially with knowledge what wisdom and knowledge are you going to get if you're just acting in your ego all the time yeah Yeah, Yeah. absolutely um henry still in the in the chat uh he said i feel communication is the toughest thing for me as a man i've now learned to communicate but it's difficult at times and i think that's real right but i think i i like that you're admitting this henry but i think as women also you know as just anybody in general we can always work on our communication because Mm -hmm. we were talking about this earlier like partners change so we change also as the relationship is going the more time happens um you know the more things happen also so if we're not communicating with each other and actually talking about things and actually understanding each other in the process too then we're not actually making things work right we're not actually trying to actively move towards something healthy with each other um so i like that you know he was able to say that i think um has been a scholar of communication um (laughs) (laughs) we know right um, I, 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 I think I think that that what I learned, what I really learned, I studied it for so long, was that communication is not it's this minimal about what you say. Yeah, and I think that's all we focus on when we do talk about communication. Are we having a good conversation? Are we having the right conversation? There's a whole bunch that goes into effective communication. communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time. What time is it? You know, what time of day is it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even so, what's the best way to communicate? Is it through text or a phone call or in person? Right. Styles. So mm-hmm. I think that those so many layers of communicating properly that we don't really dive into that. And I've mm-hmm. had to do that with uh, the mother of my first child. Like I had to, we, we've learned the communication style of us don't work best through text. Like we, mm-hmm. I have to call you because tonality is so important. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Emojis don't do the job, no. you know. So, 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 because we know that that's our best communication area, that's where we communicate most effectively, mm-hmm. you know. So, I think that's very important to learn, you know, the other areas of communication, body language. Like, you know, if you're Absolutely. not, if you're not really into what I'm saying at the time, or, you know, if it's six p.m. and I'm, I'm right off work, 
I read a book called Willpower. You ever you ever heard of that book? No. It said that it, it, they did a study in like ninety percent of arguments between married couples happened between uh, what was it six what no five p.m. and seven p.m. That makes sense. Why wow. is that? Is that because we tired from work? Tired exactly. from work. True. One hundred percent. Okay. We, your willpower is low. You don't have the same tolerance yeah, level as you would have had. You have like a tolerance level, and if you've been going through work all day, or you know dealing tolerating with a, a whole lot of things. What you may say now, my tolerance level for it may not be as high if we were to talk about it at 9 in the morning. So I just, just wanted to throw that out there. That's a, another effective way of communicating, yeah. knowing, like I said, what time of day is it? Yeah. What did you do today? Hmm. Should, I, should we have this conversation this right, the right now? Just moment, right? Yeah. yeah. No, that's real. And I feel like we hear, yeah, communication, communication all the time. But there's, like you said, there's layers, layers to it. It's yeah. deep. And that's, that's why it's important to find out your partner's love language, you know, and like all these other factors come into play. And that's why no relationship is a cookie cutter for any other relationship. Nah. Like, that's why I don't like relationship advice or anything right, like right, that. Right. So I'm like, what's working for y'all may not be working for me that's over right. here. That's nice. I love that. So, and yeah, learn. And I think a part of going, you know, learning your communication style and being able to learn other people's communication style is tapping into yourself internally, right? We have to do the internal work to be able to go go after our life purpose. So that comes with healing those old child wounds, right? Um, Changing that. That uh, sorry, that negative self talk, that self doubt, yeah, all all real. of those things. There's a connection to that internal growth to your life purpose. Um, so. I have a question for you, Keith. So how do you take care of your mental health while trying to uplift others? You know, you have a platform, you are impacting others, but how do you take care of yourself during it? Uh, I think that um, I struggled with that at one point, you know, mm-hmm. filling so many cups and then not figuring out how to fill my own. I was looking for somebody else to fill my cup, but not really learning how to fill my own. And I must say, I must say the, the, the entire time until I started running was it. The, the most full my cup could be um, I know how to self-develop I know how to read I know how to watch YouTube videos I know how to You know saying Roll up a joint I know how to do all these things To help myself self-soothe And you know And get back to my To my zen Or whatever you want to call it I know how to, I need to be doing yoga I've done Everything almost To get myself Full But this was one of the things I've never done before In my entire journey of living I've never done this And this has filled my cup up So more So much more Than anything else ever has And um that's that's what I do now, and that's amazing because you're transmuting that energy into something that you love and something that's building you up, and it makes yeah. you a stronger speaker on your platform. Yeah. You know, me and Jen, our show, like you know, just oftentimes like we know we can't pour from an empty cup either. So yeah. it's like you know, we have little things that we go through in our personal life, but we always make sure we fill our cup up first before even getting yeah. on this platform. Like yeah. um, one thing about me and Jen's friendship, we like to spend that best friend time together and like you know take our mind off the show and stuff because yeah. we know once we hop on here and we're trying to speak speaking that value to others, we have yeah. to be a one. To to be able to do it right. so that's a part of that journey to, t- to taking those pit stops those mental health moments for yourself and, and everybody got something different like if, yep. if, if you ask me like what feels jackie cup i say it's tequila you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i love this like, you know what i'm saying like like, Aquarius like, sister. You know what I'm like it's, it's, it's like everybody got their thing you know what i mean yeah. it may be netflix and chill i don't know what it is for you you know what i'm saying but definitely find something that that, that kind of like you know tests you and makes you feel like a beast again yeah. and Ooh. every and every time i run i'm like i'm a fuck oh my god i'm yeah. a fucking beast look at me 
I feel that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that feels good. Yeah. I don't think people talk enough about how exhausting it actually is to try to uplift other people or try to present yourself, even like on a podcast platform. Like y'all just see the podcasters, the speakers in front of the mics, but y'all don't see the work that it takes to even get to this point. Work. Um, No matter what type of show we're running, right? It doesn't even have to be like our show. You can be running comedy, um, you know, true crime, whichever. It don't matter. Yeah. Sports show. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it takes work to get to this point. So I really like your answer because we need to normalize also having hobbies and passions for ourselves mm-hmm. outside of what we love to do like yes podcasting is something that we love to do mm-hmm. but it's also work it's challenging at yes, times sir. so we need to have something outside of this and for me personally sometimes I just love to sit in the dark by mm-hmm. myself nothing because I hear people all day I'm a case manager so I talk right. to people all day every yeah, you're dealing with day. people's problems that's Ex- your job exactly yeah, yeah. and then dealing with my own I'm also the rock of the family so I'm mm-hmm. you know dealing with my mom's like paperwork and stuff yeah. so there's a lot going on sometimes i just need the world to shut up yeah you know so last thing i need is more music more people talking to me and stuff so i just kind of shut myself out from everybody even if it's for like an hour just for myself yeah and it helps me so much to recharge because then i'm also checking in with myself and i'm reminding myself like you know i can't make it this far and go even further if i'm not doing that if i'm not listening like okay is your cup half full today you know or are you a little bit like on autopilot mode and if we're not doing this stuff and this goes for anybody you're not going to be able to find your life purpose you're not going to be able to you know um put up with these challenges that life is throwing at you because it's not a matter of if it rains it's a matter of when it's going to rain yes. so why if you had an rains, umbrella ready yeah like like you know it rains right like why yeah. wouldn't you have one like i don't <laughs> not understand in california though and then people but even if people are like oh my god it's raining like it rains like you know we'd yeah. be so even, shocked and unprepared right no nah, but even then like I, I, I like a lot of people don't know i listen to classical music probably oh it's so relaxed like, that class i took like yes. like, I like jack you know like if you have my car like 91.5 is running you know that's what i'm saying awesome. like that's my station Your peace of mind i'm listening to that probably 75 percent of this time the other 75 25 percent of the time is like if it ain't Lil wayne then it's is 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 my music or one of my homeboys music or something like that that i've already attached to you know mm-hmm. but yeah classical music is definitely one of those things that just man I, I love that in the day the inner work doesn't stop just like every day you have to hear your classical music i feel like every day we have to find a, a peaceful space yeah find it somewhere you know i like to burn a candle you know just set my surrounding my environment so that way i can think straight and do what i gotta yeah. do and that's an that's everyday nice. thing if i don't do that it's gonna throw me off then what i'm yeah. stopping myself from living in my purpose right so i have a question since we get in close to the and what advice would you give people who are trying to find their life purpose? What advice? No, it's people who are trying to find their life purpose. Yeah, they're, they're like, what do I do? If you haven't found it, then you should quit what you're doing. Woo! That's the only thing I, I can get. go. Because <laughs> I feel like somebody's grandmother told me, like, life is like a one-car garage. You can't get a new one until you get rid of old. Mm. You know, so... You know, if you ain't where you are or, or, or like you don't feel like you're aligned, you don't feel like you're on track, you don't feel like you, you know, on pa- on your path, then quit. Like you don't have no more time to waste yeah. because every day that you don't, you still you going further away from the other place you're supposed mm. to go to. And every day is critical. Yes. I know we don't see it as like cause we don't know how many, you know, we think we got a, a, a bunch of a bunch of days. We only got a handful. So every day is super critical. You don't even know how many you have left. Yeah. So every day is super critical. So uh, there's no time to wait and think about it. It's time for immediate action in life always. So uh, I would immediately quit, stop going, doing what you're doing, stop the direction you're going in, and going in a completely different direction. 
That's real. You're going to hear about a lot of people quitting their jobs tomorrow. No, for real. <laughs> Listen, sometimes that's like, yo, like, and, and guess what? It's going to suck mm-hmm. for a minute. Yeah. Like, it's going to be, I don't want you thinking you're quitting. It's, like, it's going to suck for a minute. It's going to yeah. be tough for for some time. But that's part of it. Like, success is, like, hard work mixed with difficulty. Like, if it's got to be, you got to go through the difficulty. You got to learn. It's something to learn in that process of transition. So just go through the process. Like, go ahead and get the scar. Hurry up. Hurry up and fail. That's real. You're getting a bunch of hearts in the chat over here. Hey, we love the support, right? Um, I want to say too, going on, like going deeper into what you said. I think something to take out of what Keith said is, you know, I'm something I like. I just thought of too with it is, you know, it's never too late to start. Never. Like you know, you said, quit your do what you got to do, but just know that it ain't gonna be easy, and that life is gonna stretch you, it's gonna push you, but you cannot be, you can't be afraid of, of the work that comes with it. You know, and I think. Don't don't allow that to stop you from going after it because if it, guess what we end up complacent. Yeah. And complacent is a place we do not want to be. You yeah. know, the comfort zone is where you do not want to be. If it's like you said, it's comfortable. If it ain't challenging you, what's the point of getting there? It's time to move and find and, something else. And you know what's scary? Like people are afraid to lose so much that they'll forfeit instead. It's a part of winning, losing. It's but a part it's, of it. It's like they're so afraid to lose that they will forfeit, which is a loss. That's a loss. Anyway. So it's like you might as well try. Trying, trying ain't losing. Yeah, you know, and if you don't, you lost anyway. Like I don't like I don't I don't I don't I don't it don't make sense to me, you know, but so it's it's kinda like you, you gotta give it a shot. Like you gotta give it a try and see if it is. Remember my mom, like when I was trying to figure out if I was gonna do this radio thing. She was getting like frustrated with me because she was trying to tell me like you need to go get a full time job. I'm like, mom, I can't do that because I know if I go get a full time job, I won't be able to spend time finding what it is I'm supposed right. to do. I knew that. Ooh. Like I, I knew whatever I needed to do. I, I knew that I couldn't spend more time on my job than I did on myself. Like I knew that. That's like real. even though I didn't know what I was going to do, I knew that I had to do that. And um, yeah, that 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 was part of the process for me. And that's part of finding your life purpose too. That not everyone's going to understand it, right? It can get very lonely, especially, and nobody really understands you. But that's why also we talk about like finding people who have the same passions that we do, attracting certain people. Like that's why we're so grateful to have found y'all, right? Our podcasting community because we felt so alone and trying to do this by right. ourselves. Like none of our friends are actually trying to do something like this and really understand the passion that goes behind it, the reasoning of it, and the work that it actually takes to actually get to this point yeah. so i agree with you 100 percent that even family may not understand other close friends may not understand nope. but as long as you find your support system that definitely counts um and before you say something uh, henry he pointed out it's only too late when you are six feet under yeah Going back to the point that you were saying earlier. No, that's real. And honestly, like Jen said, having that healthy support system, I'd rather have that genuine support system than just in some fake support or people just, you know, putting me down and adding to the negative self talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, too, how does this relate to self love? Honestly, finding your life purpose is one of the biggest forms of self love because you're doing what's good for your heart, good for your passion, good for your spirit. You know, you're pushing yourself to your, you, you're, you're pushing yourself. You're not letting fear stunt your growth and you're doing what you got to do to get it done. Yeah, it I think people know way. too. I think people know. Like you feel like if it you feels know scary. It's right. I think right. Like, like people know what they want to do. Like our, our Brian Tracy said, everybody knows what they should be doing. Like imagine if everybody did what they should do. Oh, like we have a lot more dreamers. You know what I'm saying? Like just yeah. do what you should do. Yeah. Like you feel it. You know, like I should be doing this. So just do what you should be doing. At all times And you'll find yourself on, a, on the right path I've always heard this quote That says If your dreams don't scare you They're not big enough They're not big enough I agree with that I, I like that And um, we have one last question For you since we're wrapping up What do you want to be remembered for? 
Mm. You know, I don't even know if I care to be remembered anymore. Mm. Like I, I, I guess I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm detached from other people's like minds now. Like I really want to impress myself. Like okay. I really want to like, l- like live on my deathbed and say like I, I gave it everything I got. Like. I, I'm 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 an empty battery. That's that's the only thing I really desire. Like I, I guess I haven't put too much thought about what I that that part. But I guess if 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 it was one word to say that that I want to be remembered, I just want to just really inspire people to go after what it is you want, not what I want. Mm. Just go, just live before it's too late. Mm. That's it. Just if that's if, if that if that's my dying message, live before it's too late. That's beautiful. I love it. Uh, what did Drake say? Because um, everybody dies, but not everybody lives. No. Yeah, that was real. wrong. Shout out yeah. to Drake for that one. <laughs> that's true. I'm in the background. What about shit. y'all? What, what, what do y'all want to be remembered for? Oh, I want to be remembered as a woman who gave it her all. Yeah. Who she left nothing behind yeah. but herself. That her spirit spoke for her. And you know what? If I helped save someone in the process, that's all I can do. Yeah. Um, I was say I want to remember for adding value to every person that crossed my life. I feel like if I feel like I, I feel I feel fulfilled that's when huge. I do that. If no, it, even huge. if it's the smallest thing, that's huge. I want to be remembered for that. Like Bernice added this much value to me when hey, I met and, her. And all you got to do is add value every single time. Just make that your every intention. Yeah. Your intention. Like, no matter who, even if it's your enemy. Yeah, oh yeah, I love. I saw love yeah. too. I don't even have enemies. Yeah. I love y'all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Help them. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no, Help that's them. real. Yeah, help your competition. Mm-hmm. That's real. Uh, in yeah. the day too, yeah. Your life purpose it ain't got to be no big thing. You know, it could be something small that you do every 100%. day. Your Very life, intentional, I right? Yeah. I agree. You your got life, life purpose, what you want. Yeah, your life you purpose order. ain't really about you. Ain't about, yeah. That's the thing. Like, Facts. yes, we all have our own lives. We're all trying to figure out something, what to do in between, you know, life and death. But at the end of the day, it ain't about us. It's just about what we can do for others in the process. And if that helps us in the Honestly, long that's, run, too, that's, that's, cool. that's, that's it. You said what you can do for others. Can I say this to everybody before we leave? Mm-hmm. Be more generous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would love to see show more gratitude. I would love to see people just be more generous, and that's something that I'm I'm literally aspiring to be is more generous. Intentionally mm-hmm. trying to be more generous. If I get an opportunity, I'm trying to be as generous as possible. But anyways, that's no, it. That, 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 that's, that was that's, a great way to wrap the episode. That's just been on, that's that's just been on them on my on my heart like the last like month. It's like Speak generosity. Up. Yes, <laughs> he came out here to spill. I'm gonna yeah. episode with banging. Generosity. <laughs> Before we wrap up, uh, Keith, shout your information now. Shout out the network. Where can people find you? We find your show. Yeah, follow me at Keith Good News. I'm here every uh, Monday and Wednesday morning live eight. 30 a.m. Top of the morning. Tune in. It's, uh, it's 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 more the same. You know, if y'all love speak up, y'all gonna love top of the morning. Guarantee. Yes. It's, it's, it's no question. Um, and make sure y'all follow all of uh, all of the stations. TGN Talk, TGN Sports, TGN Latinx, which are our, our new station. They've been doing amazing. But uh, yeah, just tap in, man. We're doing amazing things. We got a lot of amazing things that, uh, that 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 we're going to do. And I always tell people get on now before it's too late. It's already too late. But you know what I'm saying? Like we still got the bus door open, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we you know, for 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 the latecomers, we we waited on y'all. We'll pick but, you up at a stop. Yeah, yeah, we got you, but but we moving. So it's it's best to hop on now. 
I feel that it's an honor to have a man on here who's making legendary moves yes. and it's an honor to be a part of this network. Mm-hmm. We appreciate y'all for tapping into our 21st episode on the Good News Radio. Ooh, you, you can check us out on Instagram at SpeakUpJV. Tweet us at SpeakUpJV. We also do pre-recorded episodes. You can find them on Spotify, Apple, Pandora, Amazon Music. We everywhere. We going global. Um, you can check me out on Instagram. That's at Vernisa. That's V as in Victor. E-R-N-I-S-A. And you can find my personal at Jen with the flowers. It's spelled exactly the way it's Yes, we will be back here next Thursday at 7 p.m. Tell your friends and y'all hop in the chat room. Y'all have a great week. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Bye, y'all. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Boo laces. Mm. Yeah. Who makes it?